Hola, mi gente. This is Jackie Nunez for Entertainment Latino. I'd like to thank John and Margo Casamitidis and Chad Lopez for this opportunity to record Entertainment Latino here on 77 WABC. And today we have this beautiful guest and very talented at that. Her name is Susan Aquila. How do I say your name? Is uh, right? Aquila. Aquila? But I like the That's way you so said gringo. it That's so gringo. I know. <laughs> I like the way you said it better. Aquila. Huepa. <laughs> Tequila. Yeah. But welcome. Welcome Thank to you. the show. And I I don't even know where to start for you because I, I looked at some of your videos and I am completely amazed with your your performances and I could tell how much you put your heart into it because without the heart being in it, it just doesn't serve no purpose. So tell me, as a little girl, you were a violinist. What was going through your mind then when you first started playing the violin? I knew right away I wanted to be a musician and I was gonna do everything in my power to, uh, to make that happen. Even though I didn't always have uh, access to the best training, but I was gonna figure out how to do it. It was just, I knew right away. Did your parents know? <laughs> they didn't want to know. They tried to convince me not to be a musician right from the start because they just knew it was going to be hard. And um, they were right, but I'm glad I did it anyway. Absolutely. They, I mean, you know, the old school was like, yeah, it's not a life being a musician. So. How were you going to prove them wrong? <laughs> a, lot of, uh, a lot of mistakes, I'll say that. Um, but really, uh, just um, following your gut, working hard, um, always learning from those around you. Listen to a lot of music, but see shows, see how different musicians do things. And really, you can have the best training in the world, but you still have to figure out how to do it. I keep going like this for violin, but yeah. you have to figure out yourself how to do it in the end. And um, it was just, it's a long road and I'm still learning. There's always a lot more to learn and especially vocally, because it's newer. Yes. But, now, um, now, granted, you're a virtuoso violinist at that classical. So they How did. did the whole <laughs> rock and roll come in? Um, well, growing up on Long Island, the first thing is you, I didn't hear a lot of classical music. I heard a lot of rock. So even though I was playing classical music and I love it, it was still in my bloodstream hearing, you know, rock music and the doors and all that, you know. Yes. Um, and so it was always there. And then... Um, I got exposed to playing with some rock music like Trans-Siberian Orchestra. They need classical instrumentalists. Right. So then you're playing and you're on a stage and now you're playing for 30,000 people and they're screaming instead of being in a concert hall where they're all afraid to do anything. Right. And um, they're screaming and the larger and crazier performance, the more they scream. And so True. you're like, wow. To me it was, wow. <laughs> you know, but. Even bigger than that, um, I was telling you earlier that rock sounds express a whole different side of human emotion. Absolutely. And where it's in classical music, it's in classical music in a different way. In classical music, it's, you still have to have a beautiful sound, 
even though you're portraying some harder emotion. But wouldn't you say classical music is actually the the root Absolutely. or the, the foundation for? Absolutely, rock. I, I always say that Telemann and Vivaldi are um, the first heavy metal artists. Mm -hmm. Because it's just like, vum, 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 right? And just, yeah. uh, so definitely, it, I think that rock comes out of classical. But it's something about being able to turn that amp up to 11. Wow. wow. <laughs> and, uh, you know, feedback and that kind of grittier sound that I really relate to. And I can't help. Did you, I mean, I hear about musicians who kind of rebel against the classical and bring it on the forefront by, by the rock or whatever other genre. But how do you incorporate that same feeling that you get from classical into the rock? Because uh, I treat it all like the same language. I don't really separate classical. Today I'm gonna do jazz. I mean, I do in technically, but emotionally I don't separate them. It's all just one language to me so that's so you manage to take the technicality of the music incorporate them both and all have the same feeling at the same time yeah it's like a big stew it's <laughs> just stirring the pot and absolutely going with it is there any genre of music you haven't done yet would like to do um I would like to learn a lot more about Latin music. Mm. I love the grooves. I only know like one or two things like clave. Clave is very, very important. important. Very important, absolutely. Very, don't step on the clave, don't. That goes back, that goes with the bass. So, you know, clave is the backbone of the mm -hmm. music. It's also part of the Afro-Cuban sounds. So... It's very interesting because I've known violinists that do Latin music, and it, it's very interesting. By the way, you can rock it out too. So uh, don't be afraid; you can do it's it. It's my next. It's my your next, next project. Craft right? to study to really emerge uh, myself in because I really do love it, and the groove is so beautiful and energetic, and I just yes. it's it's rock in its own. I mean, it just really rocks out, yeah. Yeah, well, you do have Latin rock, so. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I would welcome you to do something. <laughs> I, that'd be pretty. Maybe we could do something together. Yes, absolutely. I love the idea. <laughs> so tell me, I mean, you've worked with some amazing uh, talent or, you know, many amazing artists like uh, Paul McCartney, like a Jay-Z. I mean, you went to the full spectrum <laughs> from a Jay-Z to a Paul McCartney. How did that happen? Uh, I started with, I believe it was Trans-Siberian Orchestra, hired me to be a violinist. So once you get your foot in the door, then they say, okay, can you do Josh Groban? Then you play a bunch of concerts with Josh Groban and, and you start to get known like, okay, right. we know she can get on stage and... But how can they pick you from 100 to 100 other violinists? That's a very good question. Um, I think uh, they, first of all, believe it or not, uh, I think they need a responsible person who's good on their own, who can, will show up, do the job, yeah. get out of the way, right? Absolutely. Um, and also someone who knows when to step up and take the stage and be virtuosic, take that moment. That's usually when the celebrity goes... 
the artist goes and changes clothes, right? They need some entertainment. Right. And then you have to be able to get out of the way when they come, when back. They come back. And it's, a, it's hard for some people to really, you have to get, get out of the way and it's, it's fine. You know, it's fine. It's going to be fine. You had your like few minutes to shine. You have and your then, few minutes yeah. and then you know, get out of the way. Do your job <laughs> and support. And, you know, you're there for someone else. You're, you're there to support someone else's music. So Now, which one would you say was most influential to you? Uh, I would have to say um, Billy Joel, I thought, was just the most amazing person as well as artist. And he, I just found him so interesting. And um, it was a turning point for me um, because I got to play the last play at Shea. And I was in the violin section. It was a very large violin section, a, a very large orchestra. And it was the moment where it was so exciting. It was the Shea Stadium, 55,000 screaming people. You couldn't hear anything. Wow. Yeah, and I was already like, oh my God. <laughs> and then, um, I was playing, and he's playing, and he was just amazing, so on and so technical, and just, you know, I was just enthralled. Um, but the turning point for me was, wow, I could fall off the stage and no one would notice the difference. <laughs> and how do I get to be the, I want to be the person that expresses, is able to Hi. express themselves. And, and from that night on, I was like, okay, um, I love doing all this sideman stuff, and it's great. And I've learned a lot, but I have so much to say, and I want to be saying it. And, and that's where it all started, where I started to kind of separate right. myself and figure out, oh, how do I, what do I want to say, and how do I do it? Right. Now, you've been on both sides of the spectrum. You did a Jay-Z, Beyonce, and a Michael Bublé. <laughs> how does this all happen when it's, Two different sides of the spectrum. And, and how did you relate to them musically when it's two different genres, if you will? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, you have to learn a flexibility. That's why it's a, it's a certain art form in itself, being a sideman. Um, so you have to have the training. You have to, like a Michael Buble, charts are written out. You walk mm -hmm. in, you see them, and you play them. And As is. Yeah. So you have to have that training classically. If there's, a, But you also have to be flexible and um, learning how to improvise, learning how to a little bit of jazz, a little bit of mm -hmm. rock, because um, when you get to other artists that are more into rap or uh, in, there's in between, um, it's kind of up to you. They say, we want this sound. What can you do? And right. then you have to kind of come up with something. So you're improvising. Yeah, basically. you're improvising, and it's it's wonderful because you feel like you're in on the creative process. Um, but then they'll say, no, we want something a little more, you know, louder or softer. Or right. I've had artists tell me, a little more green. Green. <laughs> but you have to get in their head and see, you know, what, what, are, they, what are they looking more for? More like ka-ching. <laughs> that's what they meant. Yes. Ka-ching, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, by the way, Latin music is very improvisational as well. I mean, if you can master improvisation, then you're on top of the world because that's, that's an art. Like in jazz, mm -hmm. you know, improvisation is very much an art. And not everyone can, you know, fulfill that art. 
How does it work for you? Um, honestly, being trained, um, conservatory trained, uh, improvisation was the hardest thing I tackled. And I'm gonna admit it to everyone right now, I cried a lot. <laughs> I cried a lot because I just couldn't get off the page, you know? And, um, and like then for, for a long time, it was just like a note here mm -hmm. or a note there. And I remember I took a lesson with a, a jazz saxophonist and I was like, when am I gonna shred? When is it? And he said, Susan, you, it's gonna it'll be come. okay. It'll, it'll come. And you know what? It did. One day it just kind of showed up and I was like, wow. And then you just, then you, the mind opens up and then you can, it just goes from there. But it, it took forever. <laughs> it's a feeling. You have to feel that. You do, and you have it to let It doesn't just come out and say, oh, I'm listening to that guy, so I could do that, too. No, it's... Not at all. It's all natural. <laughs> it has to be a natural thing, or it just doesn't work, yeah. right? And nobody can... They can teach you some basic rules, but they can't... Again, right. you have to figure you it out. You either have it, or you don't. don't. <laughs> right. Now, during, obviously, the COVID, uh, you wrote 26 songs? Oh, at least. Uh, but, uh, well, I have to say, Joey... the my producer, yes, he wrote many, many songs, at least, yeah. So how was, I mean, obviously everybody was confined, but did that help you creatively to think ahead what you're going to be doing when the time was the I, right to perform? Um, yes, because we made the album during that, that COVID time and it was over a lot of lot of over the phone mm -hmm. um stuff but um joey would send me uh his he writes the music and the lyrics right. and then i would try to write the vocal melody and what the violin melodies were um but it kept us creative during that time and then even when we were allowed to be in the studio it was one person at a time so it was a different way of we're not all right. playing together and um, it's kind of a backwards way to do an album, but it was... Um, it's been pretty interesting, too, because you're not, as, as, as a whole orchestra there, you're not all together. And you're not all connecting. It was a whole so you, you different... You have to do more imagining, right? Definitely. Definitely. And, um, and I do have to thank Joey Jem for um, pushing us through that time, because I was just like, well, why don't we wait till, you know... Right, right. Even though we had an album to deliver, um, you know, why don't we wait for things to open up? And, and he's like, we shouldn't wait. Let's, we can do this over the, you know, right. we'll do this over the phone and we'll send little messages to each other. And um, so it was, a, it was just a very strange, it's such a strange time because you're so isolated. And music is not about being right. isolated. isolated. You can't be uh, in a vacuum True, so true. Is. So that, that might have been quite a challenge, but yet it didn't stop you from showing, you know, your emotion about that, you know, about the music and, and those songs that you, you've uh, interpreted. So mm -hmm. how, how or what advice would you give someone giving, coming up that wants to do something, they see you and they look up to you and they say, hey, well, I want to play like that. What, what advice you give to them? Never stop moving. First of all, you have to keep... Boy, are you moving performances. <laughs> yeah, never stop moving. You'll, your skills will rust. So you have to keep moving. Um, sometimes it's okay 
This is a hard lesson for me. Like, it's okay if things are messy and you don't know what you're doing, as long as you're trying, because eventually you'll sort it out. But that's always, I think, what freezes people. They don't know, what do I do? Well, you don't have to know. Just like when I was trying to learn how to improvise, I didn't know. It was very messy and I cried and I didn't. It's okay. Let it be messy. You'll figure your way and your gut will tell you which way to go. So I think that's the big life lesson. And even with making the album during COVID, you know, I'm glad we kept moving. We just kept moving. We just didn't stop. Because you probably would have been depressed or who knows. Because a lot of people went through that. Um, There's nothing more creative than music. Uh, well, there's a lot of different arts, of course, not to knock yeah. any arts, but um, there's something about music that fulfills the soul. Mm-hmm. And I see you do that because you do it with such passion. Uh, what would be, what would be for you, what is that you want to do to excel to the next level? I mean, you're, to me, you're already there. But what is it that you feel that you need to do to move forward? Um, The first thing is I would like to get our show out there more, perform more, have connection with audience more. Um, And always, always in chops. I want my chops to be better and better and better. And also to play a more of a role in writing. And and Joey is helping me with that. But to... um, okay, I wrote the vocal lines and my violin lines, well, that's natural, but writing lyrics. Now, speaking of lyrics, I Mm. do see there are some taglines in some songs Mm. like very bold and audacious (laughs) and very to the point, like, uh, you know, I want you or something like that. Or like, I mean... Give it to me. Yes. (laughs) Why? Um... I think they're just expressions of um, enthusiasm, enthusiasm, but also breaking free. Breaking free. It's okay to be a woman and be like, I want this out of life. I want this out of life. Forever we're told, you know, you're not being ladylike or you're not, why is she doing that? What a break tradition. Yeah, like... Why can't I just be? Why do I have to exactly. be what you think I should be? Well, I'm going to say this, or, you know, I'm feeling this, so why can't I just express that? Right. Well, speaking of B, <laughs> uh, Bumble, Bumble B, that video you did, I mean, you're a great actress, too. I guess you don't <laughs> know that, but um, obviously in music, sometimes you have to portray a mm-hmm. role. Even as you're playing, you're portraying a role or or expressing some type of emotion. What was going through your mind while you were playing the person that looks like who just came out of an asylum? (laughs) Well, first of all, it was freezing. So I was very (laughs) cold. Um, Yeah, that was funny because um, I had asked them to do kind of a little bit of a goth makeup or a dark makeup, mm-hmm. but they went crazy. And when I saw what I looked like, I got right into character because it was just. Well, that was the idea. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to go like that dark, but it did. Well, actually, that that was the whole turning point of that video is is taking you to a dark place because mm-hmm. people can relate to that. Mm-hmm. Oh. How did how did it affect you? I mean, 
you, like you said, when you saw yourself, then you knew to go into character. So how did that play a role for you? Did it, did it touch anything inside for you? Definitely. Definitely did. Um, feelings of older feelings of isolation and... Um, we all want to be liked or not being liked or, you know, here I am now, I'm on camera and I look as ugly and as weird as I can be and own, I have to own this. Um, not this for nothing, feeling. but as, as crazy as it looked, there was a certain beauty about it. Oh. And I, I, I find that in, in some of these type of videos that you do, there's always a type of beauty and it's more like a in deep beauty that you possess, that you, you just show in your music. And uh, it really shows who you are. Is that intentional? You want to show people the real you? Um, it's more, uh, uh, Joey and I have a word we call channeling. And it's when you let yourself, I don't want to say be empty. It's not that we're being empty, but you let yourself be empty and let the music flow through you. And then whatever is being expressed is being expressed, but you're not getting in the way of it. Right. It's your job to get kind of out of the way and let it come out. So would you say not every single show is alike? Yeah, not at all. <laughs> not at all. And that's another, that's another we were just talking about. I don't know where he is. He's here somewhere. There he is. That's um, okay, because he'll be coming up He'll be up coming soon, up yeah. in a second, but... Um, Joey was just telling me, he's like, we have, we've been doing a, a, the set show. He's like, but you never do it the same way twice. And I never know what to expect. That's, that's actually pretty and, good considering. And, I mean, it never makes a show boring. It never makes it boring. It, it, Did you ever anticipate like, oh, I'm going to go to this show and I'm going to play this because this is the music that's there for me and that's what I got to do. Do you ever go in with that mindset? Occasionally, I have to admit, it's like, I am so tired and I can't do this thing. Um, it does happen. Once I actually am on stage, same thing. I go right into that whatever that mode is. I don't even know what, I have to get a name for it. But that mode where you just are in, the music is surrounding you and you're doing it. But um, yeah, that does happen. But with our show, it has never happened. It, it has never happened. Did you ever rebel against what was given to you, like, because you had to do it? Uh, professionally, no. I may ask a question, like, are you sure you want it? <laughs> or I think I have a suggestion, or if I think I can do something that might help, but... Um, or is, is that usually well-received? Uh, not, well, um, it depends. I only do it when I think I'm in a situation where it will be received you know what I mean like sometimes you have to pick your battles and this is I'm talking professionally outside of right, right. when I'm my get to be my own artist and when I'm my own artist I'm, I get to say hey this, I don't feel I'm not feeling this right. um, but, but that really happens we sort of found a good working team and um, that rarely happens but in other professional situations um yeah. If it's well Team, received, I might say something. Teamwork makes the dream work, as they say. Yes. And that's very important that you have, you know, um, great people around you and a good energy around your team. As you know, you do a lot of creative things with your show and um, you, the, the energy around you matters. If it's, oh, absolutely. If it's negative, now, you, you 
are also have a vocal coach and you're doing things to improve on your singing as well. So other than the violin, you're singing. So what is your expectation with that? Where do you want to go with it? Uh, the first thing is I really enjoy it. That's, <laughs> I didn't that's know I would. first and foremost, yes. <laughs> you know, I worked uh, as a violinist for many, many years with singers, and, and I'm always like, oh, you know, singers, you know, they're so difficult or whatever, you know. Um, and then I'm just like, this is so much fun. Like, wow, you know, but there's other, there's other trade-offs, you know. You have to take care of yourself better. You're always dependent on your body, but... Um, my expectation is I, I would love my singing to equal my violin abilities. I would That's pretty amazing. love to, you know, and I'm going to keep at it and then just not stop. It's a whole new craft and you can always get better. It's a very good way of thinking it because only by thinking that is mm -hmm. what's going to make you better as you keep improving and keep moving on. So what I want to do is I want to get Joey on, mm -hmm. and we're going to talk about this whole production. Hi, I'm Susan Nicola. I am with Jackie Nunez, interviewer superstar <laughs> on Entertainment Latino. And we've been talking about music and violin and all sorts of things, but now I'd like to introduce my producer, my guitarist, the man behind the show, Joey Jim. Hello. Hey, Joey. How you doing? How's it going? Thank you for being on Susan Aquila's show. <laughs> it's my pleasure. I'm usually on Susan Aquila's show. <laughs> show every That's, day, I'm right? on her show. So. And uh, up to now, you guys made me cry. I was uh, standing watching your interview. Oh, were we cutting onions? No, you were just really uh, tugging at the heartstrings, and um, it's so wonderful to see Susan express um, herself on well, your show. Well, I wanted to get it all out of her because amazing. She's she's. It's expressed in the music, obviously. Yes. Or the, the crying violin. <laughs> At the same time, the screaming violin. Absolutely. And a few other emotions <laughs> to go with that. We've experienced them. Yes, we have. <laughs> the crying, the screaming. It's, it's all good. I'm sure she beats you up all the time. It, it, only not in public, though. <laughs> I just, you know, I have, I have a line. You can't cross that line. So let's talk about the production. The tw 26 songs or more? The, uh, mm. In, in general, whenever you record an album, you write more than the album needs, right? Absolutely. So, and then you let the record company choose or uh, management, whatever they feel would be the best songs on the album. Um, Susan and I have worked uh, diligently and closely afar during COVID um, in uh, separate locations writing the album. However, the, the music and the, the lyrics, it's really, because she, I heard her say that I'm writing the lyrics. Actually, I'm not. It's Susan and I speak Ooh. often. No, 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 no. Susan and I speak often. And it's actually Susan's story. And certain um, things that she's expressing in her life um, that is, at times it's an interpretation. At times it's um, literal. And then what uh, we do, we write a, a draft and then Susan reviews it, and she fixes it in her own way right. to make it truly hers. So it's an interesting dynamic that the two of us have when it comes to writing well, our music. Well, I've seen something where you guys were playing, you know, you're playing the violin, he's playing the guitar. What a collaboration, because that's just like, you're almost in harmony with each other. 
And sometimes that's a little hard to pull off. Um, how do you guys make it look so easy, or for lack of a better way of saying, effortless? You want me to answer this? Sure. Um, there is no explanation. But I think we were looking for a word before that Susan says, uh, when we, we are in a show, our show, we get in the zone. And that zone is where we are, and we do channel some amazing energy. Um, and, and that's how we collaborate on, on, on stage. I mean, uh, uh, yes, the certain things are rehearsed because they have to be. Certain keys, you have to know what key you're in. Um, and, you know, certain complicated lines. However, we also love to just play. And um, she was saying, you know, she worked so hard on trying just to riff and be free, right? And to improvise. Exactly. Yeah. How do you both we handle the improvising? We improvise together. Yeah. We really improvise do. Together. We take turns. Yes, we take turns. And then when we, we actually have gotten a little bit of slack um, for improvising. Oh, you guys aren't playing the same thing and you're not exactly on. But we are. And that's, that's the amazing thing. And those out there that can understand that are the ones that are really feeling the music. Is there any time where when you guys are playing, you're feeling one thing and she's feeling another? Good, great question. Um, I'm sure there is, but at the same time, we're at the same place. So mm -hmm. it's, it's okay. We, we, you know, we could go to different schools at the same time together, or different times, you know what I mean? Right. And that's basically what we're doing. Um, but I, we never clash. We never clash. That's amazing. Yeah. So how is it that, I mean, I've asked her this before. Is there any type of other genre that you would like to do that you guys haven't done? interesting that you're bringing that up um, because we've just discussed it. I'm looking to take uh, flamenco lessons and she's looking to get into Latin music. <laughs> so, you know, stay tuned for, you know, album three with, you know, you never know, right? So yes, because it's a, that's a natural feel. It's a beautiful, you know, um, uh, ballroom dancing, Latin dancing. Mm -hmm. um, that's uh, something that I have a short lived, but I enjoyed always doing some little bit of history of that. So you might want to take a flamenco a Latin, um, and incorporated into the whole rock you and classical. Know. Yep. That's what we call a sancocho. A sancocho. It's good. like everything is in that soup. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And it's spicy, and it's like, I mean, Tito Puente used to. I've worked with Tito before. He didn't like to call it salsa because he said that's sauce. <laughs> but for lack of a better way, it's spicy. Yes. yes. Because that's the music in itself. It's very spicy. So how are you going to take something that's spicy and bring it to your back home, to your rock? How are you going to do that? I'm going to make it more spicier. I'm going to add more spice to it. Well, that's going to be hot. You know, <laughs> yes. and, and, and my key ingredient is Susan Aguilar. <laughs> so I'll take spicy. Tequila. let's say with the tequila. Yes, with totally the tequila, right? <laughs> I think I just changed her. Yeah, exactly. It is Susan Aguilar. That's you it. You made it better. <laughs> you got to spice it up. Exactly. So what is it that, I mean, what is it that you want to do that may be different than what Susan wants to do? Well, the interesting thing is that Susan and I both have separate careers, believe it or not. Um, you know, I, I love to write, and I love to do a lot of instrumental music, um, which I'm working on my own instrumental album at the moment. However, however, 
it seems that everything that I decide to do, I love bringing Susan's flair into it and also her awareness. And so when I'm working on a piece, okay, the first person I send it to is her. And I'm like, Susan, what do you think of this? I've even, I wrote a line on one of the songs that I'm working on. I said, Susan, I need you to play it because I can't play it right. It's my <laughs> own line. But I want her to play it. And this way, maybe I'll mimic it. I'll have her on it. So I guess it's, it's a big circle. And you know, sometimes a circle doesn't have a break in it. This is true. And we can keep going round and round mm -hmm. and round. You know, we may be at different times, at different places. However, but that's, I don't want to break that circle. I want her to be part of what, she, what I'm creating, right. and I hope that she takes me on her journey and makes me part of what she's creating. How do you feel about that? I think it's fabulous. I wouldn't have it any other way. I mean, you guys do such a great collaboration. Can you imagine yourself without doing no. work with him? No. We often talk about that as like, we both had great careers before, so this just takes it and puts it on a higher level, and it's, it's more fun. It's more fun to do these things with someone else. True, that you're uh, comfortable with. Yeah. And, yeah. and they can practically read your mind and know what you're going yeah. to. Because I know with him every day, it's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I get into trouble, in a good way. I'm sure you do. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so much more. Like, I, when you come back from a show and you go back to your hotel room and then you're by yourself, you have this great show and you're all pumped up and... It's, it's more fun to be like, hey, can you believe that just happened, you know, to because share. you can relate. Yeah. You can relate with We're all other. there. Yeah. <laughs> I have this line that I, I, I love, I heard, and I want to, I love using it for Susan. She's the kind of trouble that I want to get into. <laughs> so, you, you know what I'm saying? You know, except. That can go so. You know, oh, yeah. Take it any way you I'm want. Leave it alone. <laughs> so just, you know. <laughs> We have PG-13 here, but that's the kind of yeah, It's a family show, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say, if there was anything you can change at all, what would that be? In general? Yes, with the, the music. With the well, with if the, I was a morning person, you would prefer that. <laughs> yeah, she likes to sleep a little bit. But, um, you, okay, I, I'm going to be, this is a really in-depth thought that I've had. I feel the greatest change that I would like is within myself. And working with Susan Aquila, um, Aquila. I've, Aquila. <laughs> I've, I've, so the answer is myself. That's what I want to change in the music. You want the best version of, of yourself. Yes. Oh. And she's actually helping me achieve that. Oh. That's sweet, that's sweet. And you will are in the best version of yourself. Would you say your music, to me, this is the way I perceive it, but would you say it's very healing? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Because it's healing f for me, and I believe it's healing for Absolutely. you, if I don't put words in your mouth. But this... Is this what you want to portray to the world? Absolutely. The music healing? Absolutely. That it's because we're healing. We're healing, and as old as I am, and I'm not going to say yet, no, but I'm, I'm not done yet. I'm learning so many lessons, and, and, and you still learn of ways you're holding yourself back. And you're so fearful, and so, like, I'm still breaking out of things. And, and it's just like you didn't know you were handcuffed by, and it's just, life is just incredible. And life is nothing but a journey. 
And until we come to grips with that, we'll never know. But it's a good thing to always learn. Is there anything new with that you both would like to learn that you haven't learned already? Wow, she's good. <laughs> she is good. That's a tough question because sometimes you don't know you need to learn something until it hits you in the face. So you're not always aware. Um. Yeah, I, you know, we, I, I feel that this, doing what we're doing, I'm, I think both of us are learning that um, we want to give back. We're learning that. Um, we're not try not to get too emotional, but what we do is something that we want to help other people and with, whether it's children, whether it's other adults. So there's a goal. There's a goal that I believe in we both have. We both have we're on the same parallel we're on the parallel paths because Well we were talking about earlier that we would love to eventually bring music back into the schools mm -hmm. and yeah, work out schools, you know, work out of programs for children. And I believe that Susan is a strong, strong advocate, not only for um, all children, but um, young women and, 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 and older women and, and women in general. Um, women in general, and also I'm gonna add please. in um, children, and especially children in foster care. These are people, uh, um, now I'm gonna get emotional. <laughs> um, because you, we've all struggled through things and now if I'm in a place where I can help one person that was like a little me going, there's no one, no one's got my back. And if I can help them be like, you're not alone, like my work here is done. And that's, I'm gonna cry. That, it's okay, that's what I, feel. I come from there too. Like, yeah. and, and I was telling, and really I'm taking a right turn here, but I was telling Joey, you know, when foster care, you know what they give you to go to your foster care? They give you a garbage bag to put your stuff in. What kind of symbol is that? I mean, you're supposed to go on healthy in life and you're giving, you're going to miss your life. I know. I mean, and, and they're alone. I know why I wear sunglasses around there. <laughs> and, and you're alone and you're not alone. You're not alone. You are never alone. Because and, and you know what? I found, I don't know how you think, but I found that people that I've met in the foster system, like myself, um, are very creative. They have certain things that they possess for some reason are just tremendously creative. And, and there's something inside of them that through music or whatever art form that they've mm -hmm. taken, it shows. Yes. And there's nothing better than that because it's just that in itself. I mean, I, I had the best advice from Dizzy Gillespie. He says, never stop learning. To be the greatest artist you can ever be is the continuance of learning. Would you agree? Yes. Yep. I, I think that, again, learning your craft and, and improving on your craft is a continual thing. It's never like, okay, I could stop today and I'll pick it up. That's in why I've never year. stopped Mel Bay never One. <laughs> I'm still working on Mel Bay One story. guitar method. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if it's good enough for Les Paul, it's good enough for me. Yeah, that's right. And so, it's, and so. <laughs> Some things are just better in its simplicity. Mm -hmm. And I. I you know, I really want to thank you guys for coming on, on the show because I think this is a learning curve for many. 
that, you know, people just look at the image of an artist on the stage and they say, wow, they just so grand. So their life must be perfect. And, and I want to get the realness of it. It's not always, you know, you know, a, a garden of roses or, you know, I like that you hit up on the emotions in these songs, whether it's the darkest to the brightest and everything in between. And that's what a true artist does. They bring it to both sides of the spectrum. And I have to congratulate you for that because you really bring it and you, you really go, and, and both of you as a collaboration is, is, is absolutely amazing. You've captured the hearts of everyone in, in your work. And, thank you. And I have to thank you for that. But I want to say before we do go that um, we will be privileged by having you to do a performance. And I want once again thank you for thank coming you so on the show. Thank, thank you so you much for having us. You thank are you. just an incredible lady. Thank you. Thank you. Now you can make me cry. <laughs>